just, I just feel so honored to be able to meet so many amazing people that are just doing such incredible work. Hello, brave friends. Today's episode is a practical episode about turning advocacy into a business. How do we turn all this passion and desire for change or desire to help others into a business? Well, we've got Michelle Sullivan, who is the owner of Littlest Warrior Apparel and is the author of the children's book, Eli Included. She is the mother to four children and her youngest, Eli, has Down syndrome and a heart defect. Eli opened her eyes to the world of advocacy. Michelle is so passionate about showing people their worth, whether it's someone with a disability or a woman who has yet to see herself, as she says, through God's eyes. You can follow her personal account at Michelle Sullivan, and you can check out her fabulous apparel at littlestwarrior.com. Hi, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, let's go ahead and just start with you telling us a little bit of your story and your family story, Michelle. Uh, Yeah. So um, my story kind of starts with um, when I was pregnant with my fourth child. We uh, have three daughters, and so we were so excited to find out we were having our first boy. I was 35, um, so I was, you know, considered geriatric, (laughs) which is just so silly to think about. But, you know, they were super concerned and wanted me to do all the testing in the beginning. And a little backstory before we got pregnant, I um, had actually told my husband, I said, you know, if we do this, I really have a feeling that the baby's going to have Down syndrome. And he's like, no, (laughs) like your chances are so slim. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. I was like, okay. And so we just declined any testing. And then um, we were super excited to find out if we were having a boy or a girl. So we went to like a little ultrasound center that uh, just tells you the sex. And so um, we found out we were a boy. And then we did like the official 20-week ultrasound probably about a month later. And then uh, like as soon as his little image popped up on the screen. I knew because I could see he had double bubble. I didn't know what that was at the time, but he had these two dark circles on his tummy. And what that is, is it's um, your intestines are blocked. And so that's super common with Down syndrome. It's, you know, and so the next day we got the call and the doctor's like, yeah, uh, you have several markers for Down syndrome. And I was like, I know. Wow. Did you take it when he, when you received that confirmation, Michelle? Were you that like okay with it because you in your mind you were kind of prepared, or did it? Did you feel that sinking uh, so feeling? I I knew as soon as I saw the screen, and and then I also knew because the tech, you know, she's super friendly and talkative, and then all of a sudden she's super quiet, <laughs> and so okay. I knew I knew she couldn't tell us. Uh, and it was, we were like the last point of the day, the doctor had already gone home. And so I knew it was going to be okay. the next morning that we would hear from the doctor. And so I basically cried all night long. Uh, spent way too much time on Google. <laughs> I regret that now. Oh, <laughs> I always oh, tell moms, don't go to Google, but I mean, you're going to like, that's just, right. it's life. You're, you're going to go to Google. 
And so when the doctor called, it was just like, okay, like I already got all my tears out. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's, you know, this is what's mm-hmm. happening. And so that, and I think even just right then, just hearing even the doctor say like, okay, like, well, we need to make plans. If you want to terminate this pregnancy, we need to do that right away. And I think even just in that moment, just knowing, okay, this is my baby and I'm going to fight for him. And I'm going to, I want to show the world his worth. And so just from the beginning, from the get-go, it was like, you know, this was our path. And I just feel like the last, you know, eight years, I've just been continually in everything I do, just trying to show the world his worth. Um, so one of the things is, you know, they, they told us he had a very severe heart defect. You know, they really pushed for termination. They were like, mm-hmm. he's he's not going to make it. He's going to be stillborn. And if he does make it, he's going to die shortly after birth. And I was like, no, I want to give him a chance. And so mm-hmm. after he had his open heart surgery when he was six months old, I kind of felt like I was holding my breath almost like, like I believed their words that he was going to die. And mm-hmm. so after he survived his open heart surgery, then I was like, okay, <laughs> now it's time to get to work. And so that's when wow. I started uh, Littlest Warrior Apparel. Um, I really wanted to continue to show the world his worth. And so I thought, what a great way, t-shirts to you know tell people, don't pity us. Like he's amazing and we love our life. And it's cool to see like now there's so many companies out there that that have shirts, you know, for advocacy. But at the time I couldn't find anything, you know, I saw a need and I filled it. And so I think that's so cool about like what you want to talk about today is there's so many opportunities for parents to start businesses and nonprofits based on just a need that needs to be filled. Absolutely. So you're in the throes of it, Michelle. How old was Eli when you started Littlest Warrior? So I started designing shirts right away when he was six months old. And then um, I think Willis Warrior like officially opened right before he turned one. So maybe he was like like 10 months old or something. Yeah. So you have four kids, which feels like a thousand kids. But then when you add a child with extra needs, it's like 2000 kids. So how in the world, right? How in the world did you have the energy to start? So one thing, uh, too, is my daughters were older. There's quite a big gap between Eli and my youngest, almost a decade. My youngest daughter was nine when Eli was born. Okay. And so I had little helpers. Good, good. And you had um, the support of your husband and and family or friends, your immediate community telling you, yes, do this. Yes, you can. Feeling that support. Yeah. One thing that was really cool is um, my father-in-law kind of lived all over the place. He was like up North for a while in San Diego for a while. And he ended up uh, moving right down the street the week Eli was born. And so he has just been a tremendous help. He's Eli's best friend. (laughs) He's just been incredible. Oh my gosh. That gave me chills, Michelle. That's beautiful. So how did you even start? What's the first step? So the funny thing is, is I was a photographer and so, um, I know Photoshop, but I do not know illustrator. And so I've designed everything in Photoshop and, um, I'm sure designers out there 
like, what? <laughs> it's just the program I know. And I tried to teach myself Illustrator and I just, I couldn't get it. It was just too over my head. So I just continued to design. I still, to this day, I design in Photoshop. Um, but one thing that you need to know about me is I am extremely cheap. And, you know, you hear these people say that in order to start a business, you need like $10,000. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I literally started Little Warrior with $0. What I did in the beginning wow is I did pre-orders. And so I, you know, started my little account on Instagram and just said coming soon. And just, you know, originally it was just, you know, friends and family started following me. And, um, I think using hashtags in the beginning was, was super helpful to like get, you know, other people that didn't know me to follow. And, Mm -hmm. um, so what I did is I had, I think like four designs and I said, okay, like, um, I'm going to start this shop. And so if you want to order this, you know, tell me the size and color you want and send me the money. <laughs> and so I <laughs> used the money from the pre-orders to order the shirts and to find a screen mm-hmm. printer and have them print it. And so I literally had, I needed $0 to start Willis Warrior. Just there's so many businesses out there that I think people are scared to even begin because they think that they need to have this huge nest egg to even begin. And I'm like, no, (laughs) there's a way you can, you can be cheap and figure it out. (laughs) That is so fantastic. I'm so glad our audience gets to hear that because hopefully that will inspire them because obviously that's going to be the first obstacle that people think of. And, and, you know, you hear people talk about as long as you have your why, I mean that, you know, you're, you were compelled to shout the worth of Eli you were compelled to talk about inclusion. You were compelled to remind people that this is a beautiful story and please don't pity us. Please don't feel sorry for us. And there's so much passion and heart that propels you through obstacles, right? Right, definitely. Yeah, it's been incredible to be partnering with so many nonprofits through Littlest Warrior 2. Each month I donate 10% of sales to a different uh, nonprofit. And so I've met some incredible people. And it all starts with just a passion and seeing a need. You know, some that come to mind are, you know, families that's really struggled with having like medical equipment and stuff. It's, It's so sad how, you know, insurance companies make it so hard to get stuff Mm -hmm. that's just a need. And so they've started nonprofits that help families get the medical equipment that their child needs. And, um, you know, it's just so sad to see like how these companies jack up prices for kids with disabilities. It's just, it's heartbreaking, but it's so cool to see people rise above that and do good and help others. Mm -hmm. There's just so many beautiful nonprofits and businesses that have, been started just out of a love for people with disabilities. And and what would you say to inspire moms who are listening to this who have an idea? I would say go for it. Don't be scared. Just do it. Just dive in head first. Did you um did you experience any pitfalls or any uh moments where you're like, oh, this is not working or this is failing or this is struggling or anything like that? Or did did you feel like it just kind of was a nice linear path? I would say the biggest hurdle that almost like killed Lilith's Warrior was um, when I trademarked Advocate Like a Mother. 
that's like our okay. tagline. Um, right. So what had happened was, is I kept hearing it in my head and, I, and I'd be like, oh, there's no way that that's still not like someone's already got to be doing that. That's so cool. You know, they kept hearing it, kept hearing it. And so finally one day I was like, okay, I'm just going to Google it. And so I Googled it and it's all no results. I looked at the hashtag, nothing. And so I was like, huh? Okay. So I, I threw it on a shirt really quick and it just like blew up. Like people were like, oh my gosh, I love this. And so I was like, okay, I better trademark this. And so I trademarked it. And there are so many people that were so offended and upset that, you know, I was like, they accused me of stealing from the disability community and, uh, you know, that this should be, you shouldn't trademark this. This should be available to everyone. And, you know, people were very upset. And so, um, I actually had to hire a lawyer for this one lady that had, um, put it on her shirt while I was in the process of trademarking it. So one thing that I didn't know when I went into trademarking it was that you have to protect your mark especially before it's officially trademarked because if the lawyer looks at it and sees that like the market is saturated with this you know saying you're trying to use then you could possibly not get the trademark and so I had to constantly be mm. like making sure people weren't using it and people got very upset <laughs> and so I literally oh. was like so defeated I I don't like confrontation. I I'm very much a peacemaker. <laughs> and so the last thing I want to do is reach out to someone and be like, Hey, like, please don't use that trademarking oh, it. Yeah. And so it was just so hard for me. And I just wanted to give up and just be like, forget it. But oh, I, I powered through and I feel like it made me stronger. Like I learned to be able to defend my intellectual property. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And, and so I, I was able to be like, no, you know what? This is my trademark. I feel like I came out on, stronger on the other side. <laughs> oh, that's so great. I'm so glad you didn't give up. That would be so hard. That would be so hard. I don't like conversation either, Michelle, but good for you. Good for you. What is the greatest lesson that you've learned from owning your own business in this arena? I don't know if it's so much a lesson, but I feel like I'm just, I just feel so honored to be able to meet so many amazing people that are just doing such incredible work. I think like they, I, I guess the lesson I've learned is they've just taught me that to not give up, to persevere for what is right. One person comes to mind, um, she is a mom that had a child with a facial disability and her daughter sadly ended up passing away, but she has not given up. She is still shouting her daughter's worth and she's still fighting for people to honor people who have facial disability differences and, and mm -hmm. people with disabilities. And one thing that she's done that's been so incredible is she has gone against Twitter and Instagram and, and got them to have harassment for disabilities put into their reporting tool because that wasn't there before because her daughter was harassed oh, wow. horribly and still is to this day, even after her death, when she posts a picture of her daughter, she gets just horrible hate. And so she has just not given up. She's still fighting. And, and she actually started a nonprofit 
uh, to get people um, medical equipment for their children as well. And so she's just a huge inspiration. And her nonprofit is called Sophia's Voice, if anyone wants to look Mm. into that. I love that people turn such hardship, but then also all that negativity would be easy to run and hide, right? Just run and hide. Forget it. I tried and look at all these mean people and I'm going to go just hide in the corner. But she turned that around and turned that into something and is now opening doors and protecting others because of it. If you could dream big for the disability community and either change something or create something, what would that be? For change, I would just, you know, love to just see people accepted and celebrated for their differences. And I feel like things have things have changed a little bit since Eli's been born. The American Academy of Pediatrics, um, they finally updated their health information about Down syndrome. And it's just so cool to see, like, that's something, you know, that I've been fighting for for the last eight years. And so it's so cool mm-hmm. to see that they're they're hearing us and they're hearing parents saying that we do not like the way that we were delivered a diagnosis. You know, there was no hope and it was all worst right. case scenarios. And so now that they've changed it. And one of the very first things is to tell the parents congratulations. And it's just, oh, that's so cool to see, you know? And so I just love it. So the change is happening. It's slow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's happening. Yes. And so I would just yes. like to see, see more. I would love to see in Eli's lifetime where parents are no longer, you know, told, I'm so sorry your child has Down syndrome. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Because I have heard so many horrible diagnosis delivery stories. And these poor parents are just given doom and gloom and no heart and a sheet of paper sometimes. I mean, it's just really, really, really heartbreaking. And so if we could just deliver it a little bit with a little bit more compassion and empathy, that might help. I know I fantasize about going into medical schools with a panel of moms and and just sharing with them caregiver perspective. Wouldn't that be so great? Yeah, I'm actually part of um, a company called Center for Humane Diagnosis. And that's actually what we do. We've run into some roadblocks, though. Like we were supposed to go to a school. I'm blanking on the name. I think it was in Arizona, maybe the University of Arizona or something like that. And we were all set to go. And then there's a group on campus that decided that we were, I guess they thought we were pro-life, even though our goal is to just have medical doctors that are in school learn how to give a correct diagnosis, a truthful, honest, correct diagnosis. And they were very upset that we were coming. And so they convinced the school to cancel what we were doing. And it just, it's heartbreaking. It's very frustrating. Mm. So there's definitely Mm. some work to do. Absolutely. Oh goodness. Well, thank you for doing that. I'm so glad to hear that there are groups rising up to do that. So Before we go, tell me one thing that Eli has taught you. He's taught me so much. Uh, I'm just so, I'm going to cry. He's just, he's the biggest gift and the biggest blessing. And I'm such a better person because of him. And I am just so, so grateful for him. Uh, He's taught me to love people. He's taught me 
to not judge people based on differences. He's taught me to celebrate differences and, and that everyone is creating God's image and everyone is just a work of art. He's just my biggest teacher and I'm just, just so grateful. Michelle, you have such a sweet spirit about you. Has it always been like that? I mean, what would you say to moms who are just struggling with a little bit of bitterness or resentment about their child's story? Yeah, um, I think like it's funny because with even with uh, my daughters, we've had a rough road like through the teenage years. Um, mm-hmm. I would say only one of my children out of my four, like are kind of how I (laughs) pictured how life would be. (laughs) And so Uh, I hear that. (laughs) I hear that. I understand that. (laughs) And so it's definitely, you know, I've seen this quote before that our children, you know, we need to celebrate who they are and not who we, you know, thought they were going to be. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's not only true for kids with disabilities, but it's true for every child. Every child is, you know, not going to be exactly who you dream up in your head when you're expecting them. Just learning to just accept our children for who God created them to be, you know, instead of who you thought they would be. It's just there's so much freedom in surrendering that. Oh, that's so great. So great. Michelle, thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for your heart. Thank you for your advocacy efforts and the darling, darling apparel that you have created. I love it. Love it. 16 pages of amazing apparel. So where can our where can our listeners find you and find your website? Yeah. So my website is littlestwarrior.com. Uh, We're on Instagram, littlest underscore warrior. I also used to do a podcast called Advocate Like a Mother, and we still have that website, advocatelikeamother.org. And then um, also on Instagram, Advocate Like a Mother. Great. Great. Well, we'll make sure that we include all of that in the show notes. And thank you so much for spending time with us this morning. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate everything that you're doing as well. Did you know that Brave Together Podcast is an extension of a nonprofit organization called We Are Brave Together? We Are Brave Together is here to combat isolation and compassion fatigue and burnout that moms face by offering support groups, resource groups, retreats, and retreat scholarships. If you have never heard of We Are Brave Together, please go to our website today wearebravetogether.org. And if you're a mom who is seeking support and sisterhood, please fill out the little pop-up form so that you can be a part of this community. Please check out everything that we are offering on our website today.